0: November 10th, 2023, we're in Masichet Bava Kama and Af Gimala Mutbet, 16 lines before the end of the Amud, The Gemara says, If you recall, the Mishnah listed the four Avot, the four Avot Nizikin, the four primary categories of damaging, Shor, Bor, Mav'e, and Hiv'eer. The Gemara, Rashi already alluded to this on the Mishnah, is going to need to define for us what does the third mean? What is Mav'eh? The top of the Amud, we already saw quoted the opinions that we'll see right now That of Rav and Shemuel who define this mysterious word Mav'eh but the Gemara over here will fully flesh out their opinions. Says the Gemara, what is this? My Mav'eh? What does that refer to? Rav Amar Adam UShmuel Amar Mav'eh ze Hashem The Mahloket, the dispute between Rav and Shemuel which again we saw cited earlier and the Amud goes as follows. Rav maintains Mav'eh, refers to a human being who damages, and Shimoel alternatively suggests that Mav'eh is an animal which damages not as Kerin, goring, not as Regil, the trampling, and Their toladot, but rather as shen, the eating, the deriving benefit during the time of damage. The Gemara now will explain their opinions in greater depth. Rav Amar Mav'ez Adam Dichtiv. Rav says Mav'ez, a definition of Adam, as the Pasuk and Sefer Yeshayah says. Amar Shomer, Ata Bokir, Veham im Tiv'ayun Be'ayu. So the pasuk, as Rashi explains, it is referring to Amar Shomer, three lines before the lines widen in Rashi, Amar HaKadosh Baruch It means God is remarking, as the Navi Yeshayahu uh, re- uh, reports, uh, he says, Atabokir, the time of mourning has come this is a description of end of days time the time of redemption for the righteous has arrived but however those who are wicked those who are for them it's not a daytime experience where there's light and there's merit and reward for that which was done right but rather darkness and doom and light and night for the wicked ones the pasuk then continues and says however even if you're a rasha or you fear that you've been wicked If you're going to make requests, if you're going to repent, says Rashi, well, this is the right time to do so. You might even be listened to and responded to by God and change your fate. It means that the word tivayun, to make a request or to repent, to turn to God in prayer and request, is a reference in this pasuk with the word Tivayun and Be'ayu, a human being doing that. As a result, says Rav, you want to know what Mav'e means? It's the being who would be Tivayun Be'ayu. That's a human being, Mav'e ze Adam. Amar, continues the Gemara, Mav'e ze Hashem. Shemuel alternatively suggests that Mav'e is Shen. He needs to support it with a Pasuk, Techtiv, he cites from Sefer Ovadia, Ech nech besu esav, niv'u The pasuk is referring to Esav and something about searching Esav and revealing his hidden stuff as the Gemara explains. So my mashma, what does it mean in this pasuk? It's hard words and concepts to break down. Kedem Rav Yosef as Rav Yosef Reported the uh, ancient Targum we have in the Torah Targum Onkelus on Navi the Gemara and Megillah says we have the Targum of Yonatan ben Uziel his Targum the Aramaic translation and uh, explanation to this pasuk goes as follows Echden it belesh Aisav um, how has Aisav been searched Itgalian it's been revealed matmorohi his hidden and precious in turn items. In other words, the pasuk is describing a time during which Esav and his descendants will lose in the ultimate battle, and they'll lose as a result of anything that was precious and dear to them. However, the most important part for us is that the pasuk refers to the word niv'u, and that's the Lashon, of course, of Mav'eh, and the Targum translates it as itgalyan, being revealed. Rashi explains this as follows. Which part on the body is sometimes revealed and other times concealed? Which part on the body would you describe becoming revealed? Well, it be only something that sometimes is concealed. That's, of course, the tooth. As a result, niv'u, milashon gilui niv'u, which is defined as becoming revealed, is a reference to shin, to the tooth. Parenthetically, Tosafot points out on the words, Kedem Rav Yosef, why was it specifically Rav Yosef who reported this Targum? Writes Tosafot on the right-hand side, Nakat Rav Yosef, the reason Rav Yosef is the one who explained this pasuk and we cited in his name, the baki ba'targum, shi'esh kama inyane targum. He was a proficient, he was well-versed in the targum, the translations. There are many different versions and ways. It's not that it was Rav Yosef's, it's an ancient, long before Rav Yosef translation, but Rav Yosef just knew it. So Safot continues and says, uh, The wrong explanation to this is what many people suggest Rav Yosef, who was Saginahor, who was blind, specifically, and only he knew the targum well. Why? The Gemara in Masechet teaches that matters which are written in a pasuk, you're not allowed to say ba'alpe. you're not allowed to say it by heart. Therefore, maybe, it was Rav Yosef who couldn't read Pesukim because he was blind, who needed to know the translation because he wasn't allowed to read or state the pasuk without reading it inside the text. A blind person who can't see in turn is bound up and not able to cite Pesukim, he would instead only know translations. Says Tosafot, that's the wrong interpretation. Because the Gemara and Gitin furthermore says that these laws of sometimes matters which are not explicit in the pasuk, meaning torash Balpe being written down, or a pasuk, by extension, suggests tosafot, which is written, and as a result, you'd say you're not allowed to do it by heart. If it's et asot, if it's a pressing and dire situation, it's permitted. That's why the mishnayot and gemara was written down, the gemara says over there. Even though it's oral and supposed to be oral and forbidden to be transcribed, nonetheless, et asot people were forgetting it, and as a result... It was permitted to write it down. A pressing, dire situation permitted it. Says Tosafot, a blind person, not able to say pesukim, not able to read pesukim, is et laasot. It's a pressing, dire situation he would be permitted to read the Pesukim. The reason he knew the Targum was not because he couldn't read the Pesukim, but rather he was just good at it. Okay, but back in the Gemara, the Gemara presented for us the two opinions of Rav and Shemuel and their support for their positions. Rav as Adam from Imtivayun Be'ayu, and Shemuel as Shen from Nivu Matzpunav, says the Gemara. Well, each of them have a pasuk. Why don't they agree with the other? What is it that Rav didn't like about Shemuel? And how is it that Shemuel Shmuel felt that Rav's interpretation was insufficient. The Rav, says the Gemara, Why did Rav, who maintains that Mav'eh is Adam, why didn't he say it? shin? He says the Pasuk says, excuse me, the Mishnah says, Mav'eh. This av, this primary category of nezik, of damage, is called Mav'eh, not Niv'eh. Now, the difference between those two words grammatically is uh, very simple. Mav'eh is something that's done, and Niv'eh is something that's done to it. Mav'eh means then that there's an action. If it's Adam, if it's a human being who's doing... The word mavi'eh is altogether appropriate. If alternatively it's a reference to the tooth, there's nothing that's being done to the tooth when it's revealed. It becomes revealed. And therefore the, the language of mavre, which is active, is inappropriate for the tooth, which becomes revealed in a inactive, in a reflect, reflexive way. It just happens to it. The fact that the lashon is mavi'eh and not nivre says Rav, proves that you're wrong, Shemuel. It's not the tooth which just has the revelation happen to it. That's Brother Adam who's making the request, who's doing the teshubah and praying. Okay, great claim, Rav. Shemuel, why didn't you agree with Rav that Mavre is Adam? What was the problem with his Pasuk, with his usage of the words Im tiv'ayun be'ayu? And says so the Gemara, mikatane bo'e. Does the Pasuk say bo'e? Excuse me, does the Mishnah say bo'e? You see, the Pasuk says Im tiv'ayun be'ayu. Now the word that's being used is beayu, not mav'ayu or mav'ayu, just the wording, if that's the verb, it's beayu and tivayu. it should say in our Mishnah, according to Rav's logic, according to his usage of the word in the pasuk, bo'ay. In fact, that it says mav'ayu makes me believe, says Shimuel, that it means something else. Okay, that being the case, each one of them have a pasuk, each one of them have a reason they don't like the other's pasuk, why don't they? Uh, well, what tips the scales? Michte says the Gemara, Kerae, lo mor velo mor dayake. The Pesukim have problems on both ends. Uh, means uh, let analyze. analyze. Pesukim they're not Midukdak, they're not read properly and, and finally according to one opinion, neither according to the other opinion. After all the Gemara just told us, each one of them explains the deficiency in the other opinion. Therefore it must be something else was truly motivating Rav and Shimuel to suggest their respective opinions with regards to the definition of Mav'ir. Rav, ma lo amal Rav who maintains that Mav'ir means Adam, must have had another reason why it's not just the Pasuk, because his Pasuk is just as deficient, just as problematic as Shemuel's, why he believes that Mav'eh is Adam, answers the Gemara, Tana Shor, V'Kolmileh, Deshor. Rav explains to Shemuel, wait a second, Shemuel, you're saying that Mav'eh means Shen? Shen is on an animal. The Mishnah had already said, Arba'a Avot Nezikin. Number one, Hashor. Shor is Kolmileh, Deshor. It means anything associated with an animal. Associated with an animal is Shen. So yes, it's keren and Regla as well, but we already mentioned Shen. Can't be that. mother. is shin is the tooth of an animal, the eating of the animal, because we already had that in shor. Answers. this says the Gemara. Great point, Rav. Shmuel name hatana le shor. Shmuel, indeed, as well. Name means. Doesn't the Mishnah teach shor? tana lekarno The answer of Rav Yehuda goes as follows. Shor is referring specifically and only to keren, to the goring. Mavreh, then, according to Shemuel, refers to shin, the eating. Of course, the question is, what happened to Regel? We'll have to wait till Defdali to answer that question. But that's how the Mishnah is read according to Shemuel. Again, according to Rav, Shor incorporates all matters According to Shimu, uh, of an animal. According to Shemuel, Shor only refers to Kerin, the goring, and in turn, the third one, Mavre, refers to Shin, the eating. Now, says the Gemara, according to Shemuel, then, here's how you read the Mishnah's continued words. amar And this is what the continued words, if you call the end of the Mishnah, then says, well, the final words are. And says that neither one of these is the same as the other, and they each have somehow their own stringencies. How do you define those stringencies? How do you explain why one is more severe than the other according to Shemuel? This is what it means. The reason is more severe, perhaps, than is haziika so the difference between karin and shin is that shin has hanaa shin has benefit as it damages velori on the top of dafdala da mudalif has shin shin kavanala haziik ra'i ha karin shkavanato la haziik and, as well, the tooth, which has no intention to damage, it only has intention to benefit and to derive some sort of pleasure from eating or scratching or dirtying itself, is not like Kirin, which has explicit uh, intention to damage. It means that at this point in the Gemara, until the Gemara questions this, what the Gemara is explaining again, just to summarize what we learned then today, is that there's a dispute, a mahloq between Rav and Shemuel about how to define mav'ir. Each of them define it based on a pasuk either in yeshayahu or in ovadya the Gemara in turn explained why each one of those opinions has a problem with it it's not perfect the Gemara then said so then why did each of these opinions choose their opinion over the other it started with rav why does rav choose adam as opposed to shin and the answer that says the Gemara is because adam is uh, explain the Gemara, um, Shor, which was mentioned in the Mishnah, has already in it, Shin, according to Rav. Oh, wait a second, shimuel how do you explain that? Doesn't Shor already have Shin? No. Kedama, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda defined this for us. Shor is referring, according to shimuel only to kirin And as a result, Mav'i refers to Shin. we will deal with separately. And then, says the Gemara, the continued words in the Mishnah, fleshing them out and then questioning them, are that the Kirin is not like shur, excuse me, not like Shin, and the Shin is not like Kirin. How so? Well, each one of them have a severity that the other doesn't. Shin has Hana'ah, uh, and Kirin has Kavanah Lehazik. And we'll continue with this um, next time as the Gemara now questions those words and the way that they're really articulated and written in the Mishnah. Baruch Adonai Adam. Amen v'Amin.